Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. we got a lot of news to get into here today. It's Tuesday on the program, so as always, we will do the Raw report coming up here in a while. But i got a lot of other news I want to get into first, not the least of which is article by Brandon Thurston looking at the WrestleMania attendance. These people on my 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 board at WrestlingObserver.com are just, they cannot figure this out. I don't know why it's so hard to figure out, but we're going to explain everything here uh, to the best of our knowledge, and then we can uh, move on with our lives. We've got uh, lineups for NXT and AEW, and of course NXT is tonight, AEW is tomorrow. I realize it is a broken record, but we have a full lineup of eight segments already announced for AEW. We have exactly... Four segments, and only one of them is a match announced for NXT tonight. I don't get it, but whatever. We have Pat McAfee talking about his own performance in his debut as a commentator. We have got Friday's SmackDown numbers. So, of course, we talked about the overnights, and the show didn't look great on the overnights. And uh, the final numbers come in, and the show didn't look all that great in the final numbers as well. So, if you look at the post-WrestleMania ratings... Raw, much better than usual. NXT and AEW, I mean, it kind of doesn't count because they were on separate nights, but they both did significantly better than usual. SmackDown, it did uh, a little worse, actually, than it did last week. So the WrestleMania bump has uh, ended as of Friday. We'll get the Raw ratings here in a while. We've also got ratings for the Steve Austin documentary, the uh, Triple H and Stephanie treasure hunt, WWE's most wanted treasures. I think their most wanted treasure would be big stars, but I don't know if they're going to find those as they go around the country. And uh, New Japan, strong, and much, much more. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live.
Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Hmm, making popcorn for movie night? Well, who are you? This is your wake-up call from TrackPhone Wireless. What if every time you tried a new streaming service, you had to buy a new TV? Uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, some wireless companies do that when you switch, make you buy a new phone. Right. But TrackPhone Wireless lets you keep your phone and your number and your network and gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month. Seriously, who are you? This is your wake-up call, people. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Oh, oh, you're burning it. Oh, no. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. In the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, Mike is back. Got his grades up. Although we'll see how he did in algebra when I talk about this uh, this WrestleMania thing here today. Hopefully, you're 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 uh, you're smarter than uh, anyway. So we had a WrestleMania this year, and they were going to run a two night event. Do you guys remember this? I hope so. Uh, allegedly. And let's get to the allegedly first. Allegedly, they were going to sell 25,000 tickets each night. 
Then there was a meeting with the city and the hotels. And WWE was talking about wanting to bump it up to 40,000 tickets. 45,000 tickets each night. All right? They put tickets on sale. The tickets go very rapidly. They're very close to selling out completely. These are all the stories that we heard. And of course, there's a couple of, oh, they're not even close to selling out. I started getting this, like, the day that they were selling all these tickets. They're not even close. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? So then it's been like this back and forth for weeks now. And the estimates that I got were, these were the estimates that I got. It looked like to the people that were there in the building, the people that were there at the show live in the building, that there were around 11,000, 12,000 people on the first night and 15, 16 on the second night. Oh, everybody goes out of their mind. There's no way they sold out. Ah, there's people freaking out. These are the numbers, okay? It's from Brandon Thurston. WrestleMania earlier this month, he writes, drew 40,806 individual ticket sales, generating 6.82 million or 6.2 million for the two-day event. The first night was attended by 18,328 people, the second night by 18,924 people, according to records obtained through a request to the Tampa Sports Authority, the entity that manages the stadium. Paid ticket sales for each night were slightly higher due to more than 3,000 tickets each night that were distributed, but they did not ultimately reach the gates, possibly due to an over-eager secondary market. Saturday's event drew 20,000 ticket sales, second night 20,000 ticket sales. WWE, of course, announced higher attendances. There were 7,952 sales of two-day packages, all of which were stadium seating as opposed to suites. Saturday sold 11,964. Sunday sold 12,503. Although the average price of tickets sold was 190. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so everyone's freaking out again. Oh, see, I told you they didn't sell out. Listen, Mike, is this not abundantly clear what happened at WrestleMania? They put about 20,000 tickets on sale. They sold all 20,000 of them. They opened up a few more the day of the shows for the walk-ups and everything. They sold all of the tickets. Now, granted, a good portion of those were probably sold to brokers, secondary market, whatever. And once they bought them, they couldn't move them. That's why between fifteen and 18,000 went through the turnstiles both days. Try not to sneeze as I do this rant right here. So, if you want to say... If you want to say that, you know, 5,000 went to ticket brokers and then the ticket brokers couldn't sell them, therefore those tickets weren't sold. Like, if you want to be crazy, you can, but the tickets were sold. The brokers bought the tickets from WWE. If I'm running an event and I put 10,000 tickets on sale and I sell all 10,000 tickets and a, like a scalper bought 5,000, but they couldn't unload 5,000, so only 5,000 show up at the building... Bro, I sold out! I don't care what happened to those 5,000 tickets! I sold them! I got the money! So if you want to be all crazy about it, and say, Oh, well, they didn't sell out, and, and they, they, it was ter- Fine, but you know what? They put 20,000 tickets on sale both days. They sold all of the tickets, and maybe 
15, 18,000 people went through the turnstiles each day. That's how many people showed up at WrestleMania. If you want to categorize that as some sort of failure or lack of, of inability to sell out, bro, go ahead. But they sold out. Did they sell out 25,000? No, they didn't put 25,000 on sale. Did they sell out 40,000? No, they didn't put 40,000 on sale. They put 20,000 on sale the first night. They put 20,000 on sale the second night. They sold all the tickets. And then X number of people walked through the gates on night one. And X number of people walked through the gates on night two. And that's how many people were in the building. Is this not clear? What is the problem with this? I'm not sure what the issue is here. I don't know what, what people are so upset about. Do they just want to dunk on WWE that badly where they said, well, nobody was down there? Look, WWE sold all of those tickets. They may have done it to the secondary market brokers, but guess what? That's how everything works now with tickets, no matter what it is. I don't. If people are doing that, are they also, on the, the other hand, rubbing it into everybody that had you know another show down there that weekend, another meet and greet, another convention that didn't do anything either? I think everybody overthought how many people would be flocking to this event this year, and a lot of people did flock to it, but a lot of people also didn't. So there seemed to be a lot of gaps in, in what people, you know, what expectations were and what reality actually was for this thing. But if you want to dunk on WWE, there's plenty of things to dunk on them uh, with than this, where, I, again, I don't understand... I don't see why this is such a big deal, but it just seems to be the WrestleMania attendance now has got to be, it's always got to be a hot button issue. And we go back to WrestleMania three and what did Zane Bresloff tell Dave and all this other stuff when it comes to this. And it's kind of ridiculous at this point. It is ridiculous, but dude, I mean, Wikipedia apparently has the attendance listed for both nights is 25,000. Wikipedia is supposed to be like, these are the facts of the matter. They're Stop. taking no. It is. They're no, taking. No, it's not. The you know fake, that. No, it is. It's supposed to be Mike. They don't do that. No, that's because what, they're that's wrestling dorks. No, that's what evolution has now created with us. Where online Wikipedia, the same Wikipedia that anybody can go in there and edit, even though they have people that oversee it, is still like. I mean, anybody can put anything up there, and it's not. You know, it's it's a reference tool, but it is not the truth. It is not. You know, a tome that. You can look at no, and go, but there's you know, a all point. of the answers are in here. There's a reason that they have editors. And the editors are, if you go on there and you write in my Wikipedia that uh, I'm 90 years old because I got no hair anymore, like, the point of the editor is to go in there and go, well, he's not 90, that's a fake number. But these nerds are all, oh, uh, even though Vince admits that these, are, these numbers are for entertainment purposes, we're going to quote this 25,000, even though the actual city numbers, the numbers from the actual city oh we got to disregard those vince mcmahon said twenty-five thousand. we've got to put that number up there meanwhile adnan verk is getting all his information about wwe from the wwe website that's even worse than getting it off wikipedia he's uh that's another story entirely <laughs> but anyway the, this is what the ticket numbers were everybody bro like they sold 6.2 million dollars in tickets they don't care where those tickets went. Mm -mm. They don't care. <laughs> Not at all. No. No. Sorry. It just it stinks because, look. If I had 100,000 people signing up for the website, but only like 80,000 accessed it, am I going to get angry? Oh, you 20,000 people that are paying every month, I'm mad that you're not actually using the service. No, if you want to pay and not use it, that's your prerogative. I still got the subscription, right? These people know anything about business? Apparently not.
Apparently not is correct. That's what these youngins need to learn. You know, forget about algebra. Yeah, so crunchy there. You better be taking your business classes. Just go back to basic math. You know, people talk about numbers, this, that, the other. Let me tell you something. I can't count that high, but I can count dollars, okay? I can count paper. I know how to do that, all right? I don't know what X equals, but I know what these dollars in my pocket equal. And sometimes, at the end of the day, especially when it comes to WWE, look what they did with their streaming service that they sold for a billion dollars. the end of the day, sometimes that's all that matters. And in this case, this year, that's all that matters. I can't believe they got that many people to go down there and spend money on tickets and go inside that building, but they did. So, oh, look at this. Some is. geek, June 12, 1921, age 99, on my Wikipedia right now. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books. Amazon and brick and mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800 485 6003. 800 485 6003. That's 800-485-6003. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober and... All it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease. 
and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So between me ranting about some nerd changing my age on Wikipedia, we went to commercial, it's already back. You want to know why? Because there's an editor there who is reverting it back to the proper number. Just like when some nerd goes on Wikipedia and writes that the attendance was 25,000, some editor should go up there and say, no, no, no. The attendance was 2172 and 2634. That's the job of that editor. Your source should not be... Let me tell you something, everybody, okay, about life. Your source should never be Vince McMahon. Nor should your source be Hulk Hogan. And I could go on and on as well. But those are two people, I'm pretty sure, based on history, you should not use those two people's word as a source. No. No, that would be bad. That would be bad. Yeah. Now, I got to mention this. Just I want to get it over quick because I, like, I feel like I'm going to be doing this every week. NXT is tonight. AEW is tomorrow. They're each unopposed. They both did their best numbers in forever last week. And leading into week two... AEW has a full card. Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy for the TNT title. Akaru Shida Tai Conti for the women's title. Two title matches. Hangman Page, Ricky Starks. Cage and Hobbs. Penta and Trent. We have got a sit-down interview with Chris Jericho's inner circle. we got a sit-down interview with MJF's Pinnacle. We have QT Marshall versus Billy Gunn. All announced well in advance for the show this Wednesday. What do we have for NXT tonight to get you excited about week two and make sure you tune in? An appearance by Kyle O'Reilly. A celebration with Kushida. The debut of Sarai. And Dexter Loomis wrestling L.A. Knight. That's it. That's all we have for tonight's show. As a fan of NXT, like... I am not excited for this show. I have not, I do not sit here and go, oh my God, all the things they've got planned for tonight. Like, I don't even know what's happening on the show. I think this is a mistake. But, it's not my company. I don't know, man. Do you really need to announce anything more than L.A. Knight and Dexter Loomis? I figured that would bring in the people right there. Brother. Now, is this, is this a first time ever affair for these two? They should have Oh, you want to talk way. about first time ever? Like Braun Strowman and Randy Orton, they spent a whole weekend advertising, and then Vince shows up Monday and just axes the match that they spent the whole week advertising. Wait a second. And it just didn't happen. Wait. Are you telling me that when we tell the people that plans change, I am you telling mean you this. to tell these people that plans actually change? I can't believe that. They advertised it all weekend. There were graphics on WWE.com. They tweeted it out on social media and Instagram and TikTok or whatever they use nowadays. And then I'm all waiting for the show to see a match I actually have never seen before. Which, if you watch Raw, it's even rarer than you think. It's rarer than, than a meteorite hitting your house. A match you've never seen before. And I watched the show and they don't even do it. 
Instead, they give us a whole bunch of matches that we've already seen. Have we seen Randy Orton and Matt Riddle? I was actually thinking about that when I was wondering why Randy Orton was not wrestling Braun Strowman, and we had talked about this being the first ever match between the two, and then I'm thinking, okay, well, they're giving us Orton and, and Riddle instead with you know no reasoning whatsoever, so okay, fine. Is this the first time we've ever seen these Well, two? here's the difference, Mike. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but the fact of the matter is Riddle hasn't been there all that long, so if you call up Keith Lee then it doesn't, it, like, any match Keith Lee has is a match we've never seen. But when you've got a guy like Randy Orton has been there since 2001, and Braun Strowman's been there since, like, 2014, and somehow in all this time they have never wrestled, that actually does feel special. And then they didn't do it. Here's a very quick look at this show, because it sucked. We had a Drew McIntyre promo where Drew gets beat up by Mason T-Bar, and he demands he wants him in a handicap match later, and he doesn't want a partner, even though he's offered a partner. He doesn't want one. He wants to do it alone. You made him sound like one name right there, like he was Mason T-Bar. We had Sheldon Cedric versus the Viking Raiders. Yes, the same match from last week. Like, it opened the same way with no introduction for Sheldon and Cedric. They did the exact same match. They did the exact same finish. Very exciting. We had Randy Orton doing an interview, and Riddle comes up, and he's annoying, and so Randy wants a match with Riddle later. I guess nobody told Randy he was supposed to face Braun Strowman. We had Charlotte cutting a heel promo, and uh, she challenges Asuka because they're going to wrestle later. Rhea Ripley comes out, and uh, they all yell at each other. Riddle versus Randy Orton. Match was pretty good, but it was a Randy Orton-Riddle match, so you know Riddle did a couple of high spots. Then Randy Orton put him in a bunch of holds. Then Riddle goes for his comeback, but Randy isn't going to take half of his comeback. He's not taking an exploder. Randy then injures his own shoulder throwing a punch and wrestles the rest of the match with one arm and then goes for the RKO, and Riddle actually counters into a crucifix, and Riddle pins Randy Orton. Hmm. I've heard nothing about Orton today, so I presume he's fine. But, yeah, he did a pretty good job working a match with only one arm. Sheamus, want, he meets with Adam Pierce. This is one of those raw things. Adam Pierce wants she Sheamus to do an open challenge. Sheamus doesn't want to do it, but he says he will, but it won't be for the title. Which leads to a segment an hour later where he comes out and he says, does anybody want to face me for the title? And then it's an open challenge for the title, which never gets started because he kills Humberto Carrillo and the guy is left for dead. We had a match I've seen a million times, and it's always horrible. Diane Shayna versus Naomi and Lana. It's a terrible match. Dana and Mandy come out, and they start showing videos on the big screen as the match is going on. God, that was stupid. Shayna Baszler gets distracted because Nia is angry that they showed a video of Nia winning last week. Let me repeat that. Nia is angry that they showed a video of Nia winning last week. So Nia goes after them. Shayna gets pinned for like the 50th time this year as one half of the tag team champions. Oh, by the way, that was not a two-second, like they showed it of her slipping down the ramp or getting into the ring or anything like that. They showed a full piece on the screen while, in theory, Shayna was working over Lana or Naomi or whoever was in the ring at the moment. So then we had Miz and Maurice doing a segment to talk about Miz and Mrs. and Damian Priest comes out and they set up a match for later. 
Kofi Kingston faces Elias. If you watched the, uh, if you looked at the ratings for the post WrestleMania Raw, first hour was strong, second hour strong, third hour big plunge. You know what they had in that third hour? New Day, Elias, and Riker doing some sort of match. Well, they did it again because why not? They go forever, and then uh, Elias pins Kofi Kingston clean in the middle, so that we can have another New Day versus Elias and Jackson Riker match. We have a terrible segment with Alexa Bliss. She's got a doll. It's a magic doll, and she's going after the Raw women's... Can you imagine? They're going to be doing Alexa Bliss magic in the Raw singles women's division now. Told you. Rhea, Charlotte. Like, can you imagine? Dana and Mandy do a terrible promo, and then uh, some other stuff happens. Mason T-Bar versus Drew McIntyre. So, uh... Drew McIntyre wanted to do a handicap match. He didn't want to partner. He does a handicap match. They beat his ass. He gets They get DQ'd for beating him too badly. This leads to Braun Strowman coming out and becoming Drew's partner, who Drew didn't want. But now Drew is happy that he has a partner. And the two of them face Mason T-Bar. And then guess what? We had a DQ in a handicap match that led to a DQ in a tag team match here on this program. Which sucks. We had Damian Priest beating The Miz. I don't know why they didn't do this last week. They had to give Miz a win. In his underwear, by the way. Miz was in his underwear beating Damian Priest last week, coming off their big uh, rub match on uh, the pay-per-view with Bad Bunny. He got the rub by then losing to Miz the next night. And then, after he lost to him, this week he beats him. Because it's WWE. Sheamus issues his open challenge for the title, even though he said it would not be for the title. Now it is for the title. Kills Humberto Carrillo. And then finally, we have Oscar versus Charlotte. Not a good match. I don't know what's happened with Charlotte, but like ever since she came back, there are botched spots in every single one of her matches, including with Oscar. They botch a neck breaker. They botch a code breaker. Seems to be breakers. They botch a lot. But anyway, uh, Rhea literally breaks up a figure eight and Rhea Ripley and Charlotte right in front of the referee are pulling on each other's hair not a DQ even though we had multiple DQs earlier and then Oscar cradles Charlotte pins her Charlotte then beats up a grown man two more grown men come in but they don't even try to stop Oscar from continually beating on the grown man Charlotte is later fined $100,000 and uh and suspended indefinitely to lead to a three-way, I'm sure, at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. This show sucked. I have nothing to add to that. There was nothing on this show whatsoever. It was Part of it was a replay of last week. A lot of it is just a replay of over and over again what they're doing. It killed me during the Women's Dusty Classic for NXT when they had all the women come out on the ramp, and it's like, my God, look how many people they have signed under contract here. You know, just her Chelsea Green talking about they wanted to put her and Vanessa Bourne and, you know, they were looking at putting them together as a team. And it's like Vanessa Bourne is still there. They have so many people on the roster. They're just teaming with people. Yet we see the same handful of people week after week after week on TV. They're still not creating any new stars. And it's like it's the same show over and over again. And unfortunately, that show's not any good. Well, I got some stats for you. Tony here. Actually, we're going to do this after the break because this is a lot of stats. But you'll find this interesting. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. To all you do-it-yourselfers, get ready to welcome Fram into the fam. Because America's number one oil filter brand now has their own new line of motor oil and fluids. And it's only at Advance and CarQuest Auto Parts. Stop into Advance and choose from four new Fram oil change bundles starting at just $20.99. They have the oil and filters you need to keep your engine running stronger, longer. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you'll be at the office for five hours, only schedule four hours of work. If it's 10 hours, then only eight hours of work because there is always something that comes up last minute that you have to deal with. And if not, you'll have time to catch up on your emails, read up on what's happening in your industry, or dedicate more time to a passion project. But by leaving 20% of your day open, you know that you can confidently take care of those last minute things that come up without scrambling around and worrying how it's going to affect the workload of the rest of your week. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh-huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel V Pro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Syntec is back and better than ever at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Syntec is a premium full synthetic motor oil option at an affordable price. Right now, get five quarts of Syntec full synthetic and a Wix filter for just $29.99. Syntec is formulated for today's engines to minimize friction, heat, and wear. Try Syntec today exclusively at oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I get the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. People on the Wrestling Observer website message board still confused about this WrestleMania thing. They're like, oh, don't they usually add, like, stadium workers to the... Bro... They just make up the attendance. They make it up. If the Super Bowl draws 23,000, they're going to make up a number that is greater than 23,000. That's it. When they go to AT&T Stadium or whatever, and they put 
I don't know, whatever they put in there. Let's say they put 92,000 in there. They're going to make up a number that is over 100,000. When you make things up, which is what they do, you don't need some validation for the made up number. Like, oh, there were 18, there were, well, you're telling me there were, there were uh, 5,000 people selling popcorn. That's how they got to 25,000. No, they just made up a number. Why am I explaining this in 2021 for crying out loud? This is like something I should have to explain to wrestling fans in 1987. Now, well, I mean, you could explain how to f promote fights at any moment in the, the history of fighting, and you will have somebody saying they're killing the business. This is terrible for the business. Why would people buy this? We just went through this with the promotion of Jake Paul and Ben Askren, where it's like, this was awful. How can anybody buy this? This wasn't boxing. No kidding. No kidding. This wasn't a sport. Really? I it, couldn't figure that out with, like, you know, all the nonsense going on. It's like... There are just some things that people are going to be dense towards that are just not going to be able to figure it out, or they're being obtuse about it, and that's that's a different story. So Tony here went back and counted the total numbers of wrestlers and personalities that were featured on Raw last night, excluding Adam Pierce, Sarah Schreiber, and the commentary team. So if you remember, like, these AEW shows, there's like 78 people on a single show, and then... Like, Dark and Elevation, there's, like, 18 matches each night, which 36 people, and then all of the wrestlers in the crowd and angles and whatever. So Monday Night Raw, a three-hour show from WWE, the largest wrestling organization in the world, on their A-show. Only 31 bodies were involved in either matches or backstage in-ring segments last night, which includes, by the way... Angel Garza, who made a 15-second cameo. So, AEW is putting well over double the number of bodies on TV every week as WWE. Drew McIntyre was in four segments. T-Bar and Mace were the same as Drew in four segments. Oscar, Charlotte, and Rhea showed up twice. Ms. Maurice and Damian Priest all showed up twice with full entrances eating up TV time. And on last week's Dynamite, actually, we have the numbers right here. In a two-hour Dynamite, there were 85 people on a two-hour show. On a three-hour Raw, there were 31 people. So there was an average, if I can do the math here, there were an average of 42.5 people per hour on Dynamite. And on Raw, there were a total of 10 people per hour. Four times the number of people per hour on Dynamite. Now, I want to make it clear. I don't think there needs to be 85 people on the Dynamite show, okay? But my point is... You remember in the in the in the '90s when like there was that uh, racial discrimination lawsuit or whatever, and so we actually got a printout of everybody that was under contract in World Championship Wrestling and what they were being paid, and you found out that like you know uh, Lanny Poffo had been you know he'd been making six figures for two years, he'd never been on TV once. They're just throwing all these money, and there were like almost 400 people that were under contract for for WCW. I don't think that AEW has 400 people under contract, but if you didn't know better, if you didn't know better, you would watch each of these shows and you would think, 
AEW's got like 400 people under contract, and WWE has like 40. That's what you would think if you watched these two shows. Meanwhile, I guarantee WWE has way more people under contract, but the issue here, and boy, is this going to make people mad. The issue is that one of these companies regularly has COVID outbreaks, and one of them does not. Like, I don't know who has COVID and who was just exposed to somebody that had COVID, but clearly, like, something happened WrestleMania weekend because the last two weeks, like, everybody's missing. Everybody's missing, and everybody is working in, like, 10 segments. So, like... I don't know, dude. You're right, but even if there weren't the COVID outbreaks, they have a problem. That's the one thing, AEW, there's always new names that are added to these shows as well, too. Maybe not as much on the main show, on Dynamite, but on Dark, on Elevation. You know, even if they're not, these people aren't signed, they have people that show up and are treated with some you know level of respect. They're not the biggest stars in the world, but okay. J.D. Drake is a good example when he first appeared on Dark, where it's like, this is a name people know from the indies, you know, from Evolve and from other places in the, you know, in the mid-Atlantic area and places like that, where, okay, here's a guy with some name value who's being brought up, and whether he wins or loses, he's somebody appearing on the show. I mean, WWE doesn't even have, after their, their top tier of guys, it's like, there's no stars, so there's no stars, there's no new bodies appearing, the show is repetitive, and that's there's a happy medium between the two because AEW is so all over the place, and it's like, you know, no attention span theater, whereas WWE is like a slow-moving barge going through a canal. It's like, there's got to be, you know, something in the middle where, in my opinion, there's a little bit more of a happy medium, so it's not so scattershot, but at least... What AEW, at least it makes it somewhat fresh, at least it makes it somewhat exciting, as opposed to the formula where there's only a couple of people, and unless you hit this this spot in Vince's mind, I mean, how long has Drew been associated with the company? How long has Bobby Lashley been associated with the company? And these are their two new faces of, of stardom that they have there, in a way, on Raw. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's just, there are a lot of issues that lead to why the programming is so stale and so tired and you could pull off a show with only 40 people i mean you absolutely could do that or whatever it is 30 something people over the span of three hours that wouldn't be so bad if you were a lot more creative about it you know and that's the other issue as well too cedric and shelton go out there against the viking raiders it's the exact same thing as last week there's no angle to say why shelton and and, and these guys are fighting again there's there's no nothing and that's one of the biggest problems, too, is the, you know, what they have, the limited roster supposedly, which is a load of crap as well, too, because so what if they're missing some people with COVID? There's 900 billion people, may give or take a couple, under contract for WWE. They're not creating stars. They're not creating interest in these people. And I damn well know not everybody's got COVID right now. So what about the rest of them? Let's go to Bakersfield, California. You're on the air. What is going on? Hey there. Uh, in regards to all the people on AEW, I cannot for the life of me get excited about QT Marshall. I just wanted to share that. All right. Well, thank you very much for the call. Uh, not the only person, but I get it. The, I, look, world, I the world now knows that you cannot get into QT Marshall. He's uh, he's not the most uh, energetic, entertaining part of, of, of that whole deal there. And there's been a lot of 
missing pieces with him that have been discussed, you know, him going after the bunny and then the, you know, look, this is where AEW tends to be really all over the place. It's one of AEW's biggest problems. And as long as this is really just quickly a, a vehicle to get a go-go and Camarado and Solo over, I'll be okay with it. QT Marshall is not their mouthpiece. QT Marshall is not a, in my opinion, a long-term character on this show. I want to see him get his at the hand of, hands of Cody Rhodes. That would be fine to do at the pay-per-view. But I don't really want to see him out there anymore because I, I feel what that guy's saying, even though it comes across as a dig. But they only have limited time for the a lot of people they have on there. And as great as he's been as a trainer, I don't know if that's coming across as an entertaining character to be on national TV. No offense to the man whatsoever, but I can see where dude's coming from. All right, Tanner, you're on the air. What's going on, dude? How's it going? So I'm actually on the complete opposition. I'm actually in, in I'm actually, I only watch AEW, so I'm into like pretty much everything they do across all three shows. And I'm actually really into the QT Marshall thing. And I do agree with your point on the bunny. Um, but I think that Cody could bring it up whenever he comes back to reignite the feud against QT. That's just my opinion. AEW is really good about that. Um, but my question um, is pertaining for you, uh, Brian, is about the TNA, whenever they moved to Mondays and you had that rant about there's no war or anything, I'm not saying that AEW should go to Monday. But if they start if they start trending upwards in viewers and start getting up to like 1.8s or 1.9s, you know, granted that they, they're able to, do you think that TNT and AEW would be like moved with how Raw's doing to kind of go to Monday and kind of take over that slot? Now, I don't know if that, like I said, I'm not saying that should happen. I think Wednesday is a great time. But do you think that, like, in the future, if they grow at a, at a better pace and Raw starts, you know, dropping more than they are, do you think that there Stop could it. be, like, Stop a reignite it. of, like, the Monday Night Wars just to kind of put them out? I guess. Stop it, so, caller. I love you. You're wonderful. I thank you for calling. I thank you for listening. I know what you're saying with that question, but no, no, no. Stop that. No what? Don't do this. What are you saying no about? Dynamite moving to Raw? No, no. This is not 1980, 1996. It's just not. Who cares? They have a night where they're on, unopposed from anything else. They have a great night in the middle of the week. They have all of the support of their network behind them. Their network is happy. Their numbers are happy. We don't even know where they're at right now because they've been facing competition. No way. If they get to 2 million people on a Wednesday night, Make Raw move to you. Make WWE react in the same way they reacted by putting NXT over there. Those days of that era of competition are dead. Obviously, AEW would love to stick a fork into Vince McMahon, but the reality of the situation is even if you keep putting holes in that bubble, it's still blown up so big there's only so much you're going to be able to do about it. They need to concentrate on them, and that's it. Well, here's what I would say about this. So right now, moving to Monday, no way. I think that would be madness. I mean, we already saw that when you put AEW and WWE's third-tier brand head-to-head, I mean, they do better when they're apart. So if, if AEW is doing $2 million and Raw was doing $2 million, I don't believe that if you put AEW and Raw head-to-head on Monday, they would all of a sudden both start doing $3 million. If anything, they would both, they would both start doing worse. That's what happened head-to-head on Wednesday. Now, I will say, the only way that I would advocate AEW and Raw going head-to-head is this. If it's anything resembling a clue, 
which that's the deal breaker right there. If they had anything resembling a clue, and AEW managed to build themselves up to the uh, 2 million range, and I believe that you could put AEW and Raw head-to-head, and this would spur Vince into creating a better product, I would advocate for it. But do you know what would happen if AEW was doing 2 million and Raw was doing 2 million, and you put them head-to-head with the expectation that Raw was going to be better as a result? They would both end up doing like 1.5 million, and Raw would still be horrible. So I do not advocate this move right now. You know, there was a time where people, well, Vince needs competition, needs it to spurn him. I don't know at this point in his life if he's looking at anything as competition. I mean, he can look at things spitefully and want to take them out. But I think that's one of the problems is is they're so insulated in their bubble, and now you got other people making decisions. I don't know if that's still that, – that tiger that's inside Vince McMahon, I think, is, is quite great. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. 
We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I hope someday we move past this conspiracy theories in the mainstream gimmick that we got going on in 2021. It's, right. it's the worst. There have been conspiracies forever. There will always be conspiracies. But it's literally at this point, if there's anything that people cannot figure out, it, it just must be a conspiracy. Vince must be booking NXT. There's no other explanation for why it's not as good as it was before they went live on Wednesdays. There's no other explanation for why it's not as good. None. Not the fact that they went from one hour to two every week. Not the fact that they used to do one hour and they would tape like four straight shows so you'd have consistent booking for four straight weeks leading to takeover events. Whereas now it's two hours live every week and there's outbreaks and people get pulled from shows and things have to be changed and they were trying to compete with another company and hot sh- Like there's no other explanation. You can't think of any other reason why NXT might have been better a few years ago, other than Vince must be booking it? Well, there's a million other reasons. Because Vince was not booking NXT. I'm sorry. Mm-mm-mm. I know this doesn't make sense in your brain. Sometimes it doesn't make sense in my brain. But when you really think about it, you can make it make sense without having to look for some goofy conspiracy like Vince is busy booking NXT on the on the sly. Anyway... Later tonight, A&E Documentary on Stone Cold Steve Austin. will be reviewing the Brian Vinny and Granny and Craig show. It'll be a lot of fun, so check that out. Make sure you head up to my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Uh, Whale Scout fundraiser ongoing right now. We're almost halfway to our goal. Thank you to everybody for helping. Even those of you I yelled at, but thank you too. Thanks to Mike as always. Get his grades up. Switch homies. Please, get your grades up. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 